Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number 24 with Tanya Lou Armstrong. Tanya is a highly successful and passionate brand strategist who boosts an impressive background for making positive change with a list talent and lifestyle brands. Tanya's clients have been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Billboard Magazine, USC Today, and Rolling Stone on NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, Sirius, XM. Tanya has been the go-to expert for industry brands and is now available through her guided online course curriculums, mentorship programs, and private coaching for all entrepreneurs seeking to launch a successful brand or scale their current business. You can reach Tanya via Instagram at Tanya Lou Armstrong Official. In this episode, we discuss how to manifest by using the law of attraction and tips on creating a successful personal brand. Here's my interview with Tanya. Thank you for being on the show, Tanya. I normally just start off the show with uh, who you are, where you grew up, and what were your earliest years were like to start off the show. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored to be here today. Uh, a little bit about my personal history and, and growing up. Um, I definitely have an interesting one. Mm. I grew up actually with a a wealthy father. Um, mm. He was the marketing firm for the Oakland Raiders. He wow. worked with the Bing Crosby Golf Tournament and March of Dime Walkathons. And um, he was very strict. Mm. He um, he made sure that, you know, if I wanted to go to a movie, I had to borrow $10. He asked when wow. I would get it back. Yeah. And I had four jobs all through high school. So um, I did babysitting. I was a gymnastics coach at the Y. I did uh, playground supervising and horseback riding lessons. So I was a horseback riding person. So um, it was you know, a lot of, and I also actually take that back. And yeah, I had another, I was the database entry person for our school district office. So I was constantly um, either in school doing homework or working. Wow. And um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of interesting. And, and I resented my father mm -hmm. for that. When we were younger, I just thought he was mean or evil or something but as I got older he shared he had a really big fear watching women needing a man oh. and he used to always say you know Tanya I don't ever want you to uh, need a man I want you to want a man I never wow. understood really what he was saying mm -hmm. until I got older and when I got older and I, I had looked at my first um, marriage and realized that I, I uh, needed him financially for some support mm -hmm. because I had the children and I wanted to leave and uh, he, you know, was holding me back from leaving. Mm -hmm. And then I remember I looked at him and I thought, do I need you or do I want you? Yeah. Wow. And I, I was like, ah, I need him. I don't want him. Wow. So this is crazy. I, yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I really understood what my father meant then, and he had passed away at the time. So, mm -hmm. so it wasn't until he passed away when I was, you know, older and, and really needed to understand that. And I did, and I left, <laughs> I was very happy for leaving. So um, just very happy that I was able to be an example for my children, that if mm -hmm. you're not um, in a good marriage or somebody's not treating you right, it's okay to be strong and mm -hmm. to um, and to move on. Was it hard for you to leave then? And that time, like how how did you how did you know you realize what your dad said a while ago? How did that make you feel? Um, really empowered. Wow, really empowered. And the one thing that I was blessed with is that I always had an inner knowing that anything I wanted to do, I could do it. So, and I was raised with um, my grandmother, Birdie, who lived mm -hmm. in our house throughout high school, and I believe even some of middle school. And she was a spiritual counselor and she worked with Maxwell Maltz of psycho the author of psycho cybernetics. And she taught the law of attraction. Wow. And so she, she used to, she used to teach me, you know, we, we had this morning, um, routine. We did kind of a, you know, a ritual where we would write and she'd have me write the, you know, this same saying down and put <gasps> these words on paper kind of brain dump and, and go over them and find meaning and purpose to them. And then um, I would do these visualization techniques of things that I wanted, um, you know, in my life and then bringing them to life. And, it, and um, so if I didn't have her, I think mm. I probably would be a different person. But mm. as I had her, I felt really strong that I knew if I, wanted to go that I would turn it on and know exactly my focus and see the end result and knew the exact steps I needed to get there it was very innate in me mm. so yeah so I I quickly um you know I quickly got my money turned around and and it oh. was uh a beautiful thing so and I and I'd always been an entrepreneur I was mm -hmm. a, you know I published my own magazines when I was younger wow. right right out of high school mm -hmm. and uh, and uh you know worked for a design firm I uh I was a project administrator of a power plant startup crew and I traveled around the United States wow. with my daughter and by myself when there was no cell phones or anything. Wow. And I just, yeah, and I, I just uh, always kind of pulled it together. And mm -hmm. so, you know, mar marketing and PR has kind of always been my um, strength thing. Yeah. Yeah. How did you use law of attraction to attract what you have or where you are at the moment? Like, would you have any manifestation tips? Absolutely. So what I, what I do and what I've done is anything that, that I want, like for, 
right now, I, I'll give you an example. Um, I'll go back to my first example, actually, mm-hmm. since we mentioned the publications. So when I was uh, just out of high school and a few years out of high school, maybe, I had wanted to run a magazine because my folks, my parents had, you know, they published the World Series guides. They published all of the Silicon Valley Chamber of Commerce books. They published a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And I I kind of knew that in my blood. Mm -hmm. And so I I thought, you know, I want to have this magazine and I had, you know, uh, you know, thought about exactly how I wanted it. Well, I didn't have a graphic designer. I didn't have a mailing house. I didn't um, have a writer. I didn't have money at the time. Mm. And so I folded up a few sheets of paper. I think there were 16 pieces of paper I had folded up and I wrote on the front cover and then I flipped it over and I wrote inside front cover and you know and then just you know wrote on every page what I how I saw the magazine Mm. to look then I started picturing who would advertise in this book and I wrote down the names on each page that I wanted in the pages and so I actually had a dummy book of the visualization of the you know, something tangible of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I, with that, had, you know, a basic one sheet on how I would distribute it and how much the ads would cost and what have you. And I actually went around to each person that I had, each company that I had written on each page. And I said, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. This is why it will be great this is why I believe that benefit from being in it. And I actually sold every person that I wanted in that publication. Oh my God. And I had that, I had it published just, you know, two or three months later. And I, you know, just figured out how to find a a mailing house and distribution. And um, I met up with a graphic artist Mm -hmm. and the thing is, um, for the writing, I loved writing. I was always, you know, writing and a poet and, you mm. know, doing you know, various things. So I, I actually did all the writing in the magazine, the entire thing. I wrote all the, all the articles. Oh. And so I ended up creating um, from there. I was not happy. I was not pleased with just mm-hmm. that I had a magazine. I wanted it to be more. And so I, um, I then decided to create different zones that I could do the magazine and have various zones. Mm-hmm. And I opened up various zones. And then I started um, a networking group within the people that were advertising with me. And from there, I started pitching them for radio and television interviews. And I became a lot of their publicists. And I started working with like places like the improv and, mm-hmm. um, you know, big name places and, and doing advertising and um, PR for them. And so uh, 
you know, getting accounts like the LA Lakers and, um, I mean, the LA Clippers Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, um, and just different things. So, um, that just grew to me being like a marketing expert and me, you know, really understanding how to broaden somebody's marketing campaign. And this kept going and going and going. And soon I was marketing all over, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, the big signs and working with Clear Channel and working with, you know, major networks and television and radio and, and um, buying ads and media placements and sponsorships Mm -hmm. and working on everything. And, and so I just grew and grew and grew, but this all grew from an idea and a belief that I could do it, even though I did not have a penny to put into it. So it was funded by those that I believe should be in it. And I made it work for me. So that's how I got started. And, um, you know, I've had a continuous career, you know, all on referral basis. I've never once placed an ad anywhere. And wow. so it's, so it's like a, you have a great retention rate. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I don't have that company anymore. That mm-hmm. company, um, I had sold that company years ago and, you know, my father died like about 20 years ago and, um, you know, everything kind of changed when, mm-hmm. when he had passed away just in, um, you know, he had passed away. I'd gotten divorced, you know, all the stuff was going mm-hmm. on and, and, um, but I kept, I kept, uh, my boutique marketing firm mm-hmm. and I just started doing what I love to do and working with talent and influencers and people um, in the music industry and actors and the film international film festivals and mm-hmm. you know really took it to um, you know celebrity talent I just started getting a name putting a name you know my name out there and mm-hmm. and people responded. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite the ride. <laughs> so amazing. So basically, in terms of manifestation, you have to be very clear on what you want and very specific on what you want and also do the work in order yes. to manifest so thank it. Thank you for honing me back in. So, yes. So not only do you visualize it, you ask for it, you put it out there to the universe verbally, mm-hmm. out loud. I am going, or I am doing this. I am mm-hmm. making this. These are the things I'm going to do. And as if it's already being done and you have to feel it. You have to really believe it so much that it's causing you those feelings. Like you're so excited wow. you post your first sale you're, you're so excited. I, I was literally, I would picture the day that it was printed and oh I knew God. exactly what it looked like. And I was there about two and a half months after I did this and it was printed and it was exactly wow. how I envisioned it. So not only do you visualize, but you really get very specific and detailed in mm-hmm. all the of what you're going after mm-hmm. and then you 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 picture all those milestones happening 
mm-hmm. and you to where the feeling is there. Wow. And then once you do that, and I've lived my entire wow. career this way. There, there's never been anything that I want that I'm not able to get because we are all able to do this. Mm. This is not my gift. This is everybody's gift. Yeah. So we have to pair it with an emotion as well. Exactly. Yeah. You're. You're. If you don't have the feeling. If you cannot visualize it so much that you're getting the feeling, then you need to dig deeper in there. Mm. You need to experience deeper, and and when you're when that feeling is there, when you actually felt the excitement and you were able to visualize what was happening around that, that moment, you're, then you're in the right place because the energy you're putting out is the energy the universe will give you back. Mm. And, and um, again, it's how I've lived my entire life. Wow! So, yeah. So you have created Life by Design Mastermind guided course. Can you explain what that entails and why you have created it? Yeah. So, Life by Design Mastermind. I actually. I have Life by Design Mastery and Life by Design Mastermind both. Mm. And Mastermind is like more of an ongoing support um, group that I have. Mm-hmm. And Life by Design Mastery, it's basically there's three parts to the course. Mm-hmm. And in the three parts, it's it's um, ev- everything that I know and that I've taught. So if you are somebody wanting to be an online brand mm. and maybe even be a course educator, I actually have a course. It's a guided course with me there um, working with you, but it's very detailed. It's 12 weeks and it's, um, it's, it's everything from stepping out of fear and into your power mm-hmm. Um the law of attraction, how to visualize what you're doing as we're going along the way. And I have a lot of practice and workbooks that we go through as we're doing this. And then additionally, um, I get, you know, you branding yourself and teaching you how to, you know, start up your socials or brand yourself Mm. on your socials, how to streamline your messaging, your story. And, um, and, you know, walk you through all the steps, um, to get you to where your brand is live and online and then also how to scale it. So I I teach you even how to do, you know, tips and tricks on, on getting yourself um, publicity and in the major magazines and, and television or radio or podcast, whatever it is you want. So, and I've been doing that for celebrity talent for, you know, over 20 years. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so I because I started so young, I'm just mm-hmm. very educated and and also I think too I had such a contradictory childhood. I had this wealthy father who wouldn't do anything, you know, financially for me or help me and wanted me to be so strong mm. and I had to prove to him all the time like dad I'm really strong, I'm really great. Like look at what wow. I did dad trying to yeah. And then I had this mother who was really a wounded 
child who is an adult now trying to do her best being my mother but she wasn't loving Mm. and she always any any ideas I had she told me that it was ridiculous and I couldn't do it and there's Mm. no way Tanya and you don't have enough money and you know this is way too big of an idea wow so I I really so my father wasn't supportive in any which way outside of you know being very strict with me my mother was not loving and supportive mm. with me but for the few years that I had my grandmother birdie with me that's why I say she really kind of saved me mm. guided me because I I just was needing that information and I was soaking it up and I was just eating it up and I was practicing anything she told me and it's just mm. the attention that she gave me I needed as a child and I was able to overcome and just really implement all of that and i i'm so big on it now that my my goal my calling really is to take all that i've learned Mm. and let other women shine and help them you know be successful and be independent and create a highly visible brand themselves that's working Mm -hmm. so i really have a very strong passion to keep um women out there being in dependent and and understanding so many facets of the business out there because they might know their business but they not, might know, not know the marketing or yeah, they might right. not know the social or the publicity piece and so we kind of run through all of it so they have a broad understanding of scaling amazing uh, you've been featured on yahoo coaches alongside with um top 10 coaches alongside with Tony Robbins, what are your keys to success in life coaching and what advice can you give to someone who is starting the career as a life coach? Ooh, um, okay. I would say if you're wanting to get into the business, first Mm -hmm. and foremost, be very, very specific on what you want to do. I I would write all over papers and and write everything down on areas where you really feel that you're an expert Mm. and areas that you feel are not within, not right for you to be teaching because you don't have enough expertise. So have boundaries you're going to be a life coach don't feel you need to know everything Mm. you don't and you can share areas that i'm really an expert in these areas but i'm not quite an expert in these areas and i think people will appreciate you more Mm -hmm. and you'll find people that will come to you Mm. so what one of the things too i i tell people is your pain is really your gain. And that sounds corny and it kind of is, but it's not. Mm. Our pains that we have as a child, and if you've overcome those pains and your steps that you took to do that and how you help other people who are going through the same thing, those are things that you're an expert in, even if you didn't go to school for that. Yeah. So it's really 
it's really important that sometimes we don't know why things happen to us. And mm -hmm. if we take those ill fortunes and we turn them into a gift, an opportunity or a lesson learned, and we make the best of those and we help others and we serve others the best we can with the knowledge that we've been given, whether it be through life experience or schooling or what have you. Mm. That's that's the gift we give to the world. So basically what we need to do is know your know the area that you're an expert in. And in terms of finding your clients, like how do because being a life coach is is a very um it's a hard job because you know gaining the clients. So in terms of gaining the clients, how would someone go about it? That's what I teach people to do in my course. But if I actually had to share with you my biggest tip on doing it, it's the more you show up, really show up. Wow. I, I, yeah. don't, mean, I don't mean, you know, cutesy, wootsy, half show up or overthinking things. I mean, down and dirty, showing up online showing exactly who you are wow yeah how what you do and and letting people know that you're there to serve you know mm -hmm. and show your heart show your personality i really feel people come to you and there's obviously mm -hmm. other um you know logical you know logistics that you know need to to be implemented, but that's a, mm -hmm. a long thing. But I think as long as you're showing up and you're, and you're putting yourself out there and you're stepping out of fear and you're really letting people know like, whoa, like I got to get this off my chest. You know, this is, mm -hmm. this is stuff I've gone through when I was a child or this is stuff I went through, you know, as a young adult. And, and I took these brave and bold steps and did this and this and this, and I'd love to help others do wow. the same. And when you, when you show up as just who you are and with all your pains and all your heart and you're there to serve, I really feel your tribe will, will, um, you know, be there for you. I, mm. I think they should show up. And that's, that, that's what's happened with me too. And just like when I got featured um, with Yahoo Finance with Tony Robbins, you know, that, that was another thing that just kind of showed up mm. um, and it showed up at the right time because wow. again, I, when you visualize and you really want something, mm. all the things are going to happen around you. And when you believe it and you feel it, mm -hmm. they're going to happen around you to help you out. And I also got published in um, Ariana Huffington of Huffington, post yeah in one of her sister publications well she, she owns uh thrive global and authority magazine and there's been a bunch of them now wow um yeah and and this was even prior to launching my course so um Amazing. but i was really showing up and putting myself out there and and um you know jumping jumping in anywhere and everywhere that i could to let people know who I am and what I'm about because I used to sit on the 
bath burner and let everyone else shine. Mm. And I'd make everybody else a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and which was great. You know, that's what I love to do is letting people shine and helping them succeed. Mm. But at some point I knew by me only being able to work with say one to three clients a month because I was working with such a large, amazing talent mm. that I could better serve everybody that if I was teaching entrepreneurs and predominantly female entrepreneurs how to rise above and how to shine and how to start up a company, how to put it online, how to become, you know, a coach and an educator online. I mean, I, I walk them all the way through with how to do the platforms. And I, I have a one course called uh, Digital Course Made Simple. Oh. So for those that want to create a digital course, but they're just overwhelmed with all the tech that's out there. I, I really, um, you know, simplify methods and systems uh, to make, make it very simple for them. And mm. that's, that's a lot of what I do. And I've always done that is just simplify complex things because life is simple and business is simple. And sometimes people make it a little too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> So as a branding yeah. expert, um, can you provide tips on creating a successful personal brand? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one, one of the things that I always say is, it sounds funny, but it's one of my best things I do. And I do this in one of my courses. So I, I first tell people, like, what do you love? You know, we go through this whole thing. Like, what do you love? What are your favorite colors? Like, who are you? You know, mm. um, what resonates with you? What's your favorite piece of, you know, article in your house? Like, is it a pillow? Is it a blanket? Like that you just love the colors and you love looking at it. Is it wow. a piece of art? Like what? And so I have them hold that and then explain to me what it is they love about that. And they're like, well, I love the, the texture and the patterns and the colors. And mm. so I'm like, that feels like home to you. Yes. Okay. Now we're starting wow. to take those colors. We're going to use those colors and maybe some of those visuals in your brand. Mm. And because you want to feel a brand is about feeling comfortable and a about feeling at home, a personal brand. Yeah. And if you go to my Instagram page, mm -hmm. um, Tanya Lou Armstrong official uh, is, I think, my handle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can see I use lots of lots of colors, lots of flowers. Flowers, I realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm very, you know, eccentric with it, and because it's part of my brand, it's part of who mm. I am. I, I want, I want everybody to bloom. I want everybody to be in full bloom, like a flower, you know? Yeah. And I, I have other branding people that have told me like, you know, Tanya, tone it down, make it more simplified. You know, <laughs> just and I'm like, no, 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 no. I've <laughs> the biggest brands in the world and I work with small brands. And I know one thing about branding and that is the more 
you are you mm. and you, you don't cover it up at all. You just show up as you, you voice yourself as you, you present yourself as you, as silly and odd or whatever it may seem, your people that you want to work with will come to you. Wow. Whoever that resonate with you and your brand. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. And, you know, and it avoids conflict, I think, because so say if I had a really, you know, if I showed up more conservative, like very conservative and mm. minimalist and on online, and I had, you know, a very conservative person come to me, um, you know, and then I'm a little bit maybe more woo-woo in my teaching, mm. you know, just, you know, law of attraction and, you know, visualize and, that, <laughs> you know, that, that could turn into a quick argument. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just not resonating with you. Yeah, you know? that's right. And, yeah. Um, so it avoids conflict because people that come to me, they're like, I like Tanya's little woo-woo. <laughs> I like that she, you know, she's herself and still created multi-million dollar brands she's wow. you know there's yeah. no what you see is what you get and mm. that's what i say in a personal brand show up as you are be mm. as you are bring your values and your morals and your mission to the table and scream them out loud mm. so be very bold in it authenticity is yes. the key yes authentic 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 genuine you know mm. some people don't like that word authentic because it's overused but i'll tell you what it is the best thing you can possibly do mm. is just to show up as who you are amazing and in, in terms of Go ahead. turning our passions into profit would you have any advice on it mm -hmm, absolutely um, so when you, when you have a passion, I think that we all are multi-passionate. Mm, and so, right. yeah. And so when people say like, well, what, what are you passionate about? It, that is such a confusing question for mm. people. Um, you know, they're like, well, I'm passionate about my dog. I'm <laughs> passionate about family, my child. I'm passionate about painting I'm passionate about everything like how do I what you know I think it's a very confusing question for people mm. and so I try to go past passion and really I have I have an exercise I do with my clients that I actually kind of like peel them away I peel them back mm. and to get to their purpose and it's part of an exercise that I do that would probably be too long to do on here okay. but um there's, there's a real way to find you know within your passions you know what is making you passionate about all of these things that you're so passionate about and just coming back and peeling back and going in 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 deeper mm. and deeper until we really come up with the true purpose what is your purpose mm. and I like that better than the passion wow so okay it's turning your turning your purpose into profits and okay. so that that's what I work with and when you do that 
all of your passions to be incorporated into your purpose. Wow. So I really work more from purpose into profits and incorporate the passions in there. But mm. they're not necessarily the thing, but they can be a thing. Mm. It's a different approach. Yeah, it is a different approach. Mainly people would use like passion, turning passions into profit. But if you think of it that way, purpose. And you're right when you mentioned that when people ask you, what are you passionate about? It's very broad and general. And you get overwhelmed by thinking, you're like, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about this, that. I'm like, and then you're like, hang on a second. What's one thing that I'm passionate about? And there's not just one thing that we're passionate about. We're passionate about many things. Many things. We're all multi-passionate. And I think it causes a lot of anxiety and even depression in people because then they start thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm at this job and I'm doing this and this. And, you know, everybody thinks I should know what I'm, my passion, you know, and, but I'm passionate about so many things and what's wrong with me. And I'm so confused. Mm. And I think when you get them to understand that you're, you're going to have, you know, many, many, many passions throughout your life, Mm. but let's get down to your purpose and if you enjoy some of these passions more than others, we could we could also um, introduce them into your purpose and what you're called to do, mm. and then turn those into profits. Mm. So I think it's I think it's reverse of what a lot of people out there are teaching, and that's what I absolutely love about my experience and the, and what I teach, and and a lot of that, to, if I'm being honest, comes from being educated by my grandmother, Birdie, wow. um, at such a young age and being able to implement all of the skills that she taught me and then refine them as I go mm. to my own. Yeah. Mm. So the, so the coming back to, you know, the Yahoo finance that again, it's because I really think now I'm living my purpose. Wow. Yeah. 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 And so now naturally it will turn to profits as I go. Things are just flowing. I think once you just, once you actually let yourself out there and follow your purpose and you find that, that calling and you're living your truth and everything, which is fall into places. Absolutely. And, and flow. I mm. love that you said that. It's really what it's all about. You know, life and career should be harmonious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, some people use the word even balanced, but there's no balance really. It should be one in the same. Yeah. I don't, don't want to go to work. Work is 40 hours a week or more. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of our life, right? Yes. Yeah. And majority yeah. of the people, I, majority of the people are just like, you know, we're all just like, oh, I got to go to work. I hate it, but we have to do it. Or some people are still doing it because you still have bills to pay but they have other part that they're like, oh, this is my purpose. But then I think some of us don't have the courage and this fear is stopping them to stopping them from following their path. And they get stuck in this, um, in this mindset and in this life. But I think I would say that I would say that 90% mm-hmm. or more of the people that I work with 
it is exactly what you just said. It's they don't have the courage. Mm-hmm. And so that's the beauty of what I do is I really walk them through various exercises to get them out of that fear mm. and into their power. Because yeah. when we feel powerless, we're stuck. We're just mm-hmm. stuck. And so how do you get somebody unstuck? You really got to get them so confident in themselves and their purpose mm. that they understand and give them a clear path on how to do it. Yeah. I mean, you, can't, yeah. you can't give somebody that and then not teach them, you know, with a blueprint step-by-step how to do it. Yeah. So, so that's why the life by design mastery, it's all about, you know, the stepping out of fear into your purpose, mm. into your calling, and then all the logistical blueprint step-by-step on how to actually implement mm-hmm. um, the business stuff and the marketing stuff and the branding stuff to make it all work for you. Wow. So, yeah, so it's, it's um, for me, it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, you know, living each day, helping people mm-hmm. and watching them shine and, and applauding them. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, and yeah. I, I I know your time is precious, so I like to end it with three questions. Uh, so the first one is, what's one truth about you that only you know? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> one truth about me is, hmm, I think when people look at me and people who even know me or think they know me, mm. they just think, oh, Tanya, Tanya's had it easy. Tanya has an uh, easy life or a good life. Uh, you mm. know, she, she, she's always smiling and happy and she's, you know, got all these friends and this and that. And, you know, that's not the case. Yes, mm. I'm happy, but I fought to be here mm. and it was my pain that led me here. I did a lot of soul searching, a lot of wow. self-discovery, a lot of really digging. And so I choose to be happy. I mm. choose every morning to be grateful for my day, mm-hmm. for what's ahead of me. And I step into it with a good attitude. So that, that's the misinterpretation, you know, is that it's how we really show up and the choices that we're making daily. Mm. And um, I'm just grateful to be here and I'm grateful to be on, on your Well, Thank podcast. you so much. And uh, what does it mean <laughs> to you to live a conscious lifestyle? Uh, it's everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything. Absolutely everything. It, it, it just um, mindfulness to me mm. is everything and people that are mindful. Mm. When I meet somebody else who's mindful, I'm instantly attracted to them. Like, yeah. oh, I want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're my people. Yeah. <laughs> Same, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, to be conscious is to be mindful. Mm, that's right, yeah. And what impact do you want to leave um, on this world? Mm love that um i i just really want to leave it a better place than i came into it 
Mm. And when I say that, you know, I, I'm visualizing details. I'm not wow. saying that loosely. loosely. I mean, I, I want to impact women across the globe and, and be remembered for somebody who really put herself out there to help better the lives of women and children mm. around the globe. Because when you strengthen our women, mm. you're strengthening the children. Yes. As well. So there's a lot that I that I plan on doing with um you know creating a nonprofit and and um you know working with um third world countries and 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 underprivileged um you know children or children that are um displaced and not in a good position and really help um, create jobs and work and, um, empower people to, to get to the next level and to get out of wherever they're at. So whether it's an abusive environment, mm -hmm. you know, um, impoverished environment, you know, mm -hmm. um, crime filled area, you know, gang, you know, infested area, it's mm. whatever it is, I want to help, I want to help the world become a better place and help women understand that they are stronger than they might think they are. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.